Hey, welcome into episode 48 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I am here with the Worth Brothers. And man, do we have a great episode for you guys today. How are you guys doing? Hey, what's up, Brandon? Doing awesome. I'm excited for this episode. Uh, I think this will kind of get people nice and ready, maybe help help with some of those, you know, start sit decisions come playoff time, you know, looking at matchups and things. I I think this will be a pretty good episode for everybody. I'm pumped. Let's do it. Yeah, we had uh, we had our league record um, regular season wrap up this week. And uh, Josh, you and I did not manage to make the playoffs. But Jordan, congratulations. Snuck in right there at the end. It was awesome to see. Cheers so. to my fellow uh, playoff teams. Uh, best of luck. They're, they're not gonna, here. No, no. <laughs> and it's going to be a crazy they, one. They might be listening. Though. I know I'm messing so, uh... it is. It is going to be a crazy one. I can that was say a that. heartbreaker, man. Uh, yeah, this year has been so hard and and just the injuries and the crazy shenanigans that have gone down. Ah, you know, what an unpredictable mess. I was listening to the to the ballers today and uh, they they were saying talking about like, you know, because a lot of people's playoffs don't start till week 15 and they were like you know we just hope that you don't you don't uh, miss out on the playoffs because of like injury you know like you go in and you, you fight for it. it it does it's not like a first quarter injury and then i think back to my team and it was first quarter injuries that just decimated my team from having any chance of making the playoffs mm, yeah and it is so painful over and over like, again man yeah anyways mm-hmm, i'll mm-hmm. bury this season and i'll start a new next year yeah i say that every year Yep. League of record is uh, not a very good record for me, but you know, that's okay. Let's just keep going. Um, well, let's hop into the, the daily roundabout here. Uh, some news that's came out uh, since our last episode, Cortland Sutton is battling a hamstring injury. He's unlikely to play uh, just the injuries keep kind of piling up for the Broncos. Does this boost any sort of confidence for Jerry Judy for you guys? Or is it just now this offense is just kind of even more done? Yes, a little. Yeah, it's a little for me. Uh, I'm a little more interested in Greg Dulcich because the tight end landscape is so bad, anyways. Yeah, any kind of bump for him is a good thing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could end up as the the tight end two or three just by getting you know sixty or eighty yards because that's yeah. what we've been seeing lately. So, um, and Sutton, while he's been a good play, like hasn't exactly been winning you weeks either because the offense is is really lacking there. Right. So. Uh, I think it gives him a little boost to his floor um, and, you know, definitely a boost to the ceiling, but I don't, you know, that ceiling's still not very high in the, in the Denver offense. So that just is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ingram is done for the year with an MCL injury. Uh, He suffered that in the last game. We kind of saw that on a couple of the runs toward the end of the game when he was still in the game, which is kind of crazy to me. Right. They Um, just kept trotting him out there. Yeah. I, I hope, and I, I'm saying this, and I said this in our group chat, that they use Kamara now. You have a bye week. Figure out why you're not using your best player on the field. Like, maybe second best because Alave looks darn good. But, uh, you know. Uh, he's, I don't know. he's not better than Kamara, at least not to this point. Like, everything yeah. we've seen Kamara do to this point when he's on the field and healthy has been phenomenal. So I just, I can't figure them out. I Why Ingram the oldest guy on the field that was already hurt 
gets five receptions, but Kamara gets two. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I just don't know what they're doing, but they don't um, either. <laughs> you know, they do have statistically, they have one of the easiest remaining schedules, if not the easiest remaining schedule for the fantasy playoffs uh, at the running back position. So hopefully they get something figured out and, and they can actually use him. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that, that schedule uh, later on, but um the Seahawks sign uh, Wayne Gallman for some added depth because we're still unsure on what's going on with Kenneth Walker. So the fact that they brought somebody else in isn't necessarily good news for him for this week anyways. So something to monitor for the rest of the week. The Rams did claim Baker Mayfield off of waivers. Uh, don't think he's going to play this week, but they're saying he's going to be available. So he could. Um, Lamar Jackson has a PCL sprain. He's likely out minimum two to four weeks, uh, which is likely the rest of the the, re- the season for us as far as fantasy goes. Um, if you're not in a like keeper league like we are, is he a drop candidate for you guys, or would you risk he comes back, say, two weeks? That's, what, week 16 you'd start him? Would you start him week 16? Uh, you know, if there are other players that I – can drop i'd probably drop them over lamar say like a kyron williams yeah yeah it's just a tough one i just don't know if i'd even trust myself maybe week 17 uh, i'm not sure who they yeah i'd drop him in one qb redraft league like in league of record for us i would drop him i don't hate baltimore baltimore gets pittsburgh week 17 and week 16, the week that he returns. Possibly returns. Possibly returns. They get Atlanta. Hmm. So, you know, but he could be limited on that rushing ability because of the mm-hmm. knee. So it's kind yep. of an interesting one. Um, I I would probably look at, you know, elsewhere. And I don't think Huntley is a bad quarterback either. Um, right. I was I about to get into that. Okay for him. It kind of makes me think they wouldn't just go ahead and, you know, bring Lamar out there. If If they they can stay competitive and possibly get into the playoffs without him and let him rest until they get there, then you might as well let Huntley, you know, play. I mean, he has the rushing upside too. He's got a good arm. If he can take care of the ball, you know, they might be okay. So uh, it's something to keep an eye on though. Um, Trevor Lawrence has a sprained big toe. Uh, he's uncertain that if he'll play, which is crazy of all the things that we saw out of that, like knee <laughs> injury tackle, whatever we saw. It's a, it's a, it's a toe injury. Like looked like right. his knee was destroyed and turns out he's just got a sprained big toe. So, um, sounds painful. Don't get me wrong. It, yes, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on with their matchup this week. Um, I think it downgrades their wide receiving core. Um, and they play Tennessee who has a pretty good run defense. So, you know, that's also something to keep an eye on as far as ETN goes. I'm not, not sure. I think it downgrades their, their whole offense there. Uh, and Darren Waller could return as early as week 15. Um, is he somebody you guys would stash for the playoffs if he's available for people out there? Cause I'm sure a lot of people dropped him. Dude, with how bad tight ends are in general, if if you're if you've made it to the playoffs doing the the tight end dance of switching around guys on the waiver wires, like yeah, I might as well stash him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So because it's like, oh, are you yeah. gonna roll out? 
you know, I don't even know who, who named somebody Dawson Higby Knox. or Dawson Knox or, you know, Pat Fryermuth actually has a pretty good tight end Fryermuth's schedule. So. owned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's gonna be if you owned, don't, but. if you don't own Kelsey or, or Mark Hawkinson. Andrews or TJ Hawkinson, then I'm probably trying to stash Waller if he's out yep. there. I doubt he's out there, but you know, and in a lot some of leagues, leagues that don't have be. IR spots, he yeah. could be available. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's definitely something to, to look at uh, going into week 15. Um, other than that, you guys got anything else for the daily roundabout? No, yeah. I'm just, I, you know, I'm surprised the Rams went and got Baker Mayfield. I'm not. Uh, Sean McVay was actually very, very high on Baker Mayfield. I was reading some stuff on Twitter today about what it. What else is he high on? And uh, obviously something. <laughs> uh, you know, and it, 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 as crazy as it sounds, what if they are worried that, uh, you know, Stafford could be done? They don't have a first round pick. Are they trying to get Baker to be their quarterback for next year? Or if not, you know, then what? You know, so I think they're just trying to see what they can get. Let me tell you. Like, I mean, we've seen Stafford struggle in this offense that he just won a Super Bowl with. So, um, I don't like, I don't definitely bringing Baker in is not going to help him this year. Uh, and then as far as next year goes, like, we'll just have to see. We, they could, they do all sorts of, of stuff in trades, you know, like that's why they don't have any draft picks ever. So we'll see. I mean, it, they're gonna they're gonna make some stuff happen, that's for sure, and they're gonna try and win the Super Bowl again next year. And I don't I don't know if they'll be able to get back to that level that quick, but you never know. Yeah. The NFL's crazy. When you said, uh, "Let me tell you something," I I thought I was gonna have to get the button ready. Thought you were gonna go on that rant. <laughs> let me, hey, let me get ranty real quick. No, yeah. no, I'm I'm just drinking Mountain Dew tonight. So. <laughs> All right, we're safe, everybody. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's hop into the, the Thursday night preview. Uh, we have the Raiders at the Rams over under 43 and a half Raiders minus six and a half in this one. Um, you know, you got some some big games here. Josh Jacobs uh, has just been on an absolute terror. And as long as they still use him, like sometimes they fall off and they like forget that they have, you know, one of the better running backs this season. Uh, he should have another massive game and Devonte Adams. But let's talk about the two players on the the Raiders that may not start you know that you may not start Mac Hollins and Foster Moreau like where are you at with both of them this week I mean it's an okay matchup for Mac Hollins and I mean the Rams D is you know they have guys who are good but they're not playing very well so far on the season and they're missing a lot of key pieces to that Rams defense so uh, I think Mac Hollins is fine and Foster Moreau is like you know, he might catch a touchdown, which would put him uh, in the top five for tight ends on the week, almost guaranteed. So, yeah, yeah, know, that's the, I'm with Jordan. You I, can take a shot there if you don't have somebody better already. Yeah, I got a team where I like I wish I had Mac Hollins to start this week. He's he's a <laughs> better than a lot of options out there, especially right now while the Raiders are like having some success on offense. And, you know, there, there's other guys where I'd be bummed. And they still have Ramsey. So Ramsey is going to, you know be on Adams quite a bit. I mean, Adams mm-hmm. is going to do thing. It's going to happen regardless, but you know, um, do you think the, the Raiders break the streak of throwing an interception on the first pass of the game? I almost <sighs> hope we don't. 
Uh, yeah, I almost <laughs> hope we don't too, because we've won both of those games. So you know, if that's what it takes, is like, all right, get down early so we yeah, can we, really get this thing going. Yeah, we, we're, sure, uh, we were talking about it uh, yesterday um, at uh, when I was at my my bowling thing, and we were talking about the Raiders and how they throw the interception on the first play. And I was like, you know, I just think I just think it helps them get their mind right. Like, okay, it's. We 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 messed up. Let's do it right from here. And man, they played fantastic after that. So um, two weeks straight. Yep. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, One thing I think it sets a fire under the defenses, but because it's just like, hey, now we're down. If it gets any worse than this, we're screwed. So you gotta play. You You gotta play all four quarters and play hard yeah and our, our defense has looked better the last two weeks than it really is or has Which been the whole season makes least, me so. wonder can you start the raiders defense this week against the rams maybe it's depends on who night, starts a- at quarterback for me if they're think- starting their third stringer then yes for sure like a hundred percent throw them in um but if Wolford's going to start, I don't know if I trust it that much still. What if it's Baker? It won't no be way. Baker. But if it was, no way. It, it won't be Too Baker. Short but if it time. was Baker, yeah, I would start 100%. I'd start the Raiders. I'd yeah. Start anybody against Baker Mayfield. <laughs> if they decide, if that, yeah, there's no way McVay's going to do that. Yeah. But man, hypothetically, yeah. in that situation, absolutely, I would start the Raiders D. Is there anybody on the Rams that you are willing to start this week? Cam Akers. Yep. So I said it without throwing play. up. Whoa. It's all they yeah, got. I just can't believe we're saying that again. So you can run on the Raiders. You can run on the Raiders. Cam Akers is all they have. And he's okay. gonna it's a it's totally a volume play. I mean, last week though, he scored two touchdowns. Yeah. On like 18 yeah. attempts. Like his yardage wasn't great, and I don't think it will be even against the Raiders because he's been very on the Raiders and you can run on the Raiders. So he's been efficient since returning from the Achilles. He's been efficient since returning from trying to be traded. Right. Yeah, (laughs) that's like that was like his second injury. I mean, he's been inefficient. (laughs) He's been very inefficient since returning from his Achilles like he was in the playoffs when he came back. That same year that he tore his Achilles, that was last year, right? Yeah. And then yeah. all all of this season has been pretty inefficient. So, uh, mm-hmm. and and has not had the work. He is getting the work now, but it, you know we saw last week it was only like sixty yards or so. Yeah, on like the sixty yards. carries and it was like seventeen carries in one reception. Yeah. So. so he's not getting receiving work, which is concerning. <laughs> Nobody's yeah, there. Is but yeah, nobody anymore. there is. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's rough right there. But yeah, Cam Akers, if you need a uh, a volume play. I have him in yeah. the lineup right now. And don't start any of these guys in your flex. Yeah. Put them in the RB slot or the wide receiver slot. Yes. Okay. Well, well one more think, thing. Is Derek Carr okay. a streamable quarterback? I think you, you could you do, do worse. worse. Yeah. Top 15, probably. Yeah. So... Cool. If you're in a jam, sure. There's probably yeah. there might be some like in small in ten team leagues and stuff. There's almost certainly somebody I'd rather stream, but he's gonna be at that like fourteen, fifteen range for me. Yeah, in a twelve team league, I think you could easily start him. Um, 
in a 10 team league. I like the, the matchups better with like Minnesota um, and Detroit both. Um, I like Goff and Cousins both this week a little bit more. Um, I like Tyler Huntley a little bit more just because of the rushing upside. But I hmm. think you're I think you're right there. You cool. say, hmm, would you rather start Carr over Huntley? No, I say, hmm, because that's like probably right where my line is. And if I'm like the Lamar Jackson owner, do I go pick up Huntley or do I go pick up Carr? I don't know. I guess I'd probably just stick with the Ravens and go with Huntley. <laughs> Well, I can tell you I'm a Lamar owner and I went with Huntley. All right. Um, so that's, you know, just from from my perspective of which direction I ended up going with. Um, you know, I could see you going either way, but I do just like the the rushing upside. So uh, do I. Baltimore's playing Pittsburgh, who you can throw the ball against. They're pretty good against the quarterback position. So yeah, I think he has I a, with that one. you know, he, there's like a coin flip. He'll run in a touchdown anytime he plays. So, yeah. Exactly. So um, I, I think it's time. Jordan, are you ready? Yes. It's time for the playoff push. Time to prep. I think I played the wrong one. I'm sorry. You did. I apologize. I apologize. Should we give them the right one? Should we try it again? Let's try it again. Okay. Okay, everybody. Let's do this again. It's time for the playoff push. <laughs> time to prep. Uh, All right. Yeah. I forgot to get rid of the other one, so the intense was just there for me. I'll, I'll tell everyone the background on this just so they understand why we played a second one. So Can you cut the I first was, one? <laughs> maybe, but... What, what happened was I was looking for some intense music to play as we're sitting in our green room. We're just sitting there talking amongst each other. And I'm looking for some intense music to play before we did this playoff push thing. And I click on this one and it starts playing some intense music. And then I think these two are in the background making this <laughs> funny singing noise in the background. And I'm like, man, they're keeping up with this beat. Like, I can't, you know, and I'm like, these guys are just messing with me. And then I click the button and they're just talking to me. And I'm like, Wait a second, that was actually the sound. And it, I, it had, Yeah, it literally had me in tears because I thought it was them and they had no idea why I was laughing so hard. So yeah, that was uh that was pretty great. But I I messed up the intro, but we'll we'll give it to you guys anyways, just so you can hear it. But I'm sure you'll hear that sound more often in this uh podcast now because we love it. Um, <laughs> It's really funny, but we do. let's jump into, uh, you know, this is, this is some information for everybody come playoff time. Um, you know, as far as matchups go, if you're looking at, uh, you know, later on, it's like defenses and, and tight ends and things like that, which are more of a streamable position, but also, you know, maybe some of these wide receiver and, uh, running back, you know, questions and schedules will help you guys pick a flex and, you know, uh, you know, start this wide receiver over this wide receiver. So we'll jump into it a little bit. But um, as far as the quarterbacks go that have the hardest remaining schedule, meaning week 15, 16 and 17, because that's a majority of the playoffs. Um, you have Jacksonville, who not only has a banged up Trevor Lawrence, but he's going up against the Jets, Houston and Tennessee. And I know the Houston one doesn't sound, you know, that scary, but 
realistically, the Houston one is scary because fantasy quarterbacks have only scored over 20 fantasy points on Houston twice this entire season because they run the ball against Houston so much. So, you know, you got to look at that when you're getting ready to start, you know, if you're in week 16, that means you're, you, you know, that's your week getting ready to try and get into the finals. And if you have another quarterback that you can play besides Trevor Lawrence, that's a great play to look at somebody else. Like, yes, he has the chance to get maybe 20 points, but it's not too often that they throw touchdowns against Houston. They just run the ball. So, um, you know, that's one big one. Another really difficult one is uh, Cincinnati. They play New England, Buffalo, and then Baltimore. The championship week isn't too bad for Joe Burrow, but New England is really tough. They always are good at taking away the best weapons, which is also a tough matchup for, you know, Jamar Chase. And, you know, if Buffalo can start getting healthier and playing correctly, you know, that's another one that that is looking a little bit more difficult. Um, but uh, I, I'm not really worried about Burrow. He's been on such a heater that I, I think, you know, I think those New England and Buffalo games, he'll probably be okay. And Baltimore yeah. is a pretty good matchup for championship week. So if you're rolling with Burrow, you're probably fine to continue rolling with Burrow. He's probably going to be better even in those weeks than anybody on the waiver wire. But oh, definitely. that's definitely yeah. something to keep an eye out for just in case. Yeah, it's more the wide receivers in that particular matchup, the New England and the Buffalo matchup, I would say. But Cincinnati has that advantage in they have basically two wide receiver ones. Um, and then they have a wide receiver three that is basically a wide receiver two in Tyler Boyd. So he yeah. has the weapons to be able to help him. And I'm not I'm not saying, you know, bench Joe Burrow now. The Trevor Lawrence one, I think you have better options for, especially against like Houston and maybe even the Jets. But um, against New England and Buffalo, I think, yeah, like you said, Joe Burrow is on a heater. Um, It's kind of similar with Miami. Um, I am a little bit more worried in week 16 and week 17 for Tua because Miami gets Green Bay, New England, and then they get the Jets as well. And, you know, we saw against San Francisco, like, yeah, Tua still finished with, I think, about 18 points, but he had multiple interceptions. That game can change, and Tua wouldn't have had that good of a game had Tyreek Hill not busted out that long touchdown. So, you know, uh, Tua is one that maybe, like, would you guys consider somebody else week 16, week 17 that are in, like, these easier matchups here? Um, like, week 17, you have... Derek Carr going against um, Kansas City in what is likely to be a shootout game, an in-division game, probably a high over-under. Would you rather start Carr or would you start Tua against the Jets? That's tough. I think I'd probably go with Tua. Like, he's still going to have Tyree Kill, so Tyree Kill can break that long one in any of these games, and I think uh, I'm probably still pretty comfortable starting Tua those are tough, though. Like, yeah, it's it is unfortunate for Miami that the, those last two games are, you know, in division. Everybody is still in it in this division, too. So it's not yeah. like, you know, none of those games are gimmies. <clears throat> well, yeah, then you've also got like Jared Goff going his final three games of the season. As far as fantasy goes, 15, 16, 17, Green Bay or Carolina, Chicago and Green Bay. 
Those are all three really, nice. really good matchups for Jared yeah. Goff. You know, so <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, that's difficult. I want to play Goff in all those matchups, but do I want to play him more than I want to play Tua, who's like QB four on this season, having missed three games or whatever, two games plus one. Yeah, but you're <laughs> when you're. He, I understand like what you're saying. Like, yeah, he's QB four on the season, but when you're looking at strength of schedule, like in the playoffs and you're, if you want to win that championship, you got to look at what that, you know, Goff has as all of his weapons back at this point. Um, we saw what he did last week, what 340 yards and three touchdowns. Um, he has swift back healthy. Amon Ra looks great. DJ Chark's playing really good. Like there's a good chance that he outscores, Tua in both weeks 16 and 17. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's at New England. Um, I think with Goff and let's see here. Like maybe with Goff, that's a, a good play. Uh, although, you know, in week 17, Goff has Green Bay. Um, no, he which has hasn't been Chicago terrible. In, in 17. Yeah, Chicago in, in 17. 18, he plays Green Bay. Oh, so I was one off there. 15, 16, 17 is oh. actually Jets, Carolina. Jets, Carolina, Bears. Chicago. See, okay, Chicago, That I would probably play and to a, in week 17. Did you, put, did you do 16, 17, 18 on all of these? I think so. Yeah, I did. He gets Buffalo, Green Bay, New England in week uh, 17. Okay, that's still really rough for, yeah. for Tua. That's not easy. Yeah. I mean the Buffalo game. Did I do that with Cincy too? Yeah, I did that with Cincy too. Oh no, that's fine. We can adjust. Well, Cincy gets uh, Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo. So it's not much better. No, it's not any easier. Right, it's actually harder for that yeah. stretch because to finish against Buffalo, that's really tough, and that's championship week. So, yeah. um. Hmm. Yeah, so let's see. So would we look to guys like Goff is going to play against... Oh, I can tell you right here. Jets, Panthers, and then Chicago Championship Week. I think Chicago Championship Week rather than Buffalo is a really nice matchup, and in that case, I would. But Goff has the Jets Week 15 which is not a good matchup. And then Carolina week 16 is eh, it's okay. Um, yep. Their defense is actually like, it's what is actually decent about that team. It's, you know, their offense has been lackluster all year for mostly quarterback issues, but, uh, and the, you know, then they, they traded away Christian McCaffrey and then their run game exploded for a week or two. But, um, Otherwise, you know, it's it's been rough there on the offensive side, but their defense is decent. So um, it's not not super easy for Goff. Um, Trevor huh. Lawrence is actually worse than I told you guys. <laughs> it's actually Dallas, the Jets and Houston. <laughs> uh, so uh, I know. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. It's really unfortunate because one of the best matchups coming up is Russell Wilson. He plays Kansas City this week, then Arizona, the Rams, Kansas City. Man. Yeah, but it's Russell Wilson, so exactly. he's going to no, score really six points, five points, nine points. Yeah, I said five. Yeah, we'll get a safety, and that's about it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> like, no, it, it, it's brutal. But, you know, then you've got, okay, then you've got, like, look at look at Mike White's, okay? He's got Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle. Now, you're not going to bench, you know, Tua for that. But, I mean, what, a, like, if you have, like, a, a Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. Mike White's not a bad, you know, pickup there. You can pivot uh, now. Yeah. You know? Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle, that's phenomenal. Right. Um, you know, uh Lamar, we talked about Lamar, but with like Huntley, uh yeah. Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, pretty good, pretty you know, good. playoff matchups so, there. With the adjustment, Carr actually has a pretty tough schedule. Tough. New yeah. England at Pittsburgh and then home against San Fran. Yeah, that's brutal. I don't like that so one that's, anymore. That's rough. I would steer clear of playing Derek Carr in your playoffs. Yeah. Um, San Fran is just brutal. Um, so, you know, but then there's, you know, even even guys like, you know, you're not going to bench him. You're never going to bench him. But Patrick Mahomes, week 15, Houston, week 16, Seattle, which is great. But then week 17 is Denver. Um, you know, so I'd play you know, I'd play Mahomes. Oh, you're never going to bench Mahomes is what no. I like ever. But that goes into the wide receiver category as well as one of the harder matchups for Kansas city is, you know, you're not throwing the ball a ton against Houston and you're not throwing the, you're throwing the ball a bunch against Denver, but I think that's going to be a Kelsey game, like a very big Kelsey game. Um, so, you know, but let's, uh, let's jump over to the wide receiver side. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Let me make sure that I didn't, uh, do this with the wide receivers as well. Um, that would be unfortunate, but they're matched although, up. So, um, let's see here. So, it, yeah, they are they are going to be backwards there. So, but you've got, um, you know, theoretically, uh, one of the easiest remaining schedules is the Cleveland Browns against. Um, that's supposed to be one of the easiest wide receiver matchups to end the season. But how much confidence do we have in? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson right now. You know, I mean, they have Baltimore, New Orleans, and then Washington, you know, weeks 15, 16, 17. Uh, pretty easy overall remaining schedule. Um, but it's like, how do we trust? Like, where are you with uh, Amari Cooper? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm ready to trust Deshaun Watson uh, from what we saw last week. I, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. So I would hold off on starting Amari Cooper. The Saints isn't necessarily a good matchup. Uh, Washington has been, you know, figuring out ways to win games in, in generally low scoring contests. So I think, you know, I'd, I'd still be pretty reserved on starting offensive pieces for Cleveland. I want to start Chubb and try and steer away from the other options maybe in joku if he's back i'm kind of in disagreement uh cooper saw nine targets last week and you know deshaun watson hasn't played football in two years if he shakes off some of that rust and those nine targets turn into seven receptions rather than like four that they were last week he's gonna have a good game you know um he's been he's been more reliable this year than i think ever before and though you're right. I don't want to trust Deshaun Watson in any sense of the word. I still think I can get away with playing Amari Cooper this week and getting some 
you know, not, well, we're not. Uh, not this week. In in these coming weeks, I mean, uh, in the in the playoff weeks and and getting success out of it. But you know, what happens next week is going to to shape that too. Because if it if it does turn out that Deshaun Watson just still looks like crap, and Amari Cooper does get nine targets, but they're not Mostly good quality targets, yeah, then then I'm gonna change my tune on that. You know. Yeah, definitely something to monitor this week heading into an easy-ish schedule for, for the playoffs. So yeah. so they get Cincinnati this week. Yep. Um, That's so, tough. you know, the, they're going to have to throw the ball. It's not going to be like Houston. You know, last week we talked about what Houston does to quarterbacks in general. So right. this is going to be an interesting one for, for sure. Um, if we still don't see a lot about see a lot out of Watson, I would probably hold off on starting uh Cooper in week 15. Um yeah, you know, likely your playoff first playoff matchup. So um some of the easier other easier wide receiver schedules. Um you know you have Vegas uh going up against Pittsburgh, San Francisco and Kansas City. Yeah the San Francisco matchup is tough, but you know Devontae Adams is going to be Devontae Adams, but this is more of like a Mac Collins in deeper leagues. You know, that shootout with Kansas City, I think Matt Collins could be an interesting play there. Um, you know, yeah, so I agree. You know, that's that's an interesting one. Another uh, really tough schedule that we didn't really get to talk about was Seattle. Uh, Seattle gets San Francisco in week 15, Kansas City in week 16, which is a really nice matchup, but then they get the Jets in week 17. And you know, you have Lockett and DK in, in both of those matchups. I mean, are you worried at all about either one of them in in that those particular matchups? Uh, a little bit for the for their upside. Yeah, uh, for the ceiling. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot tougher to you know have a hundred yards or or multiple touchdowns for anybody for that offense. But uh, yeah. so someone that I want to ask the question about, um, like you've got. Uh, the Jets play Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle. All three mm. really good matchups. Would you, if if you're in a position where you have Garrett Wilson and Tyler Lockett on your team, likely Lockett's been playing as of late. Uh, would you start Garrett Wilson over Tyler Lockett in the two games against San Francisco and the Jets, where he plays Detroit and Seattle? Man, right now I'm loving both of those guys, and it's hard for me to choose one and the matchups are yeah you know they make a difference um so my heart of hearts is telling me to go with with the mike white and garrett wilson side um but man tyler lockett is he just in phenomenal this year doesn't get the credit he deserves man does it change for you because i don't know if you guys heard this as well but the coach for the jets said that Wilson will see the field again this year. Zach Wilson. Yeah, he did say yes. that. If Zach Wilson's playing, there's no way I'm starting. I think he's just paying lip I, service. I would start Lockett. First overall situation. or no, the first round pick. I mean, um, but if White is way... playing, you would start Wilson. Yes. over yes, Lockett. I think, I think so. so. I would in the Detroit game for sure versus oh, the yeah. San Francisco game. Yeah, yeah definitely. Same. And yeah. then in that Kansas City game, I definitely want to play Lockett. I want Lockett. 100%. Yeah. But then in the Jets. When the Seattle Jets play game, the Seahawks. Play each other. Yeah, I would, I would take 
Wilson if uh, if it's still if as long as it's not Zach Wilson. Okay. And I would take Wilson Lockett without if it another is Wilson. Zach Wilson. <laughs> okay. The last one I want to talk about as far as pretty easy uh, schedules, which is kind of unfortunate as well because we don't have Jimmy G. But you have San Francisco in week 15 gets Seattle, week 16 gets Washington, and then week 17 they get Las Vegas. Um, you know, is this like a, you hear a kind that, of a, Johnson? a watch? Niners Raiders championship week. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, I want to see what happens this this coming week going into the playoffs with San Francisco. I'm really hoping that it's just a huge bump for guys like Debo and Christian McCaffrey, and you can just ride I'm that not. through the playoffs. I'm hoping it's still a jump for Brandon Ayuk, but um, it seems less likely you know, to me. Yeah, same. Yeah, me too. And I don't like this. <laughs> I was so excited to have Ayuk going into, you know, week 16 and 17. He was coming around. was that red zone threat. And now it's going to be Christian McCaffrey again. Please Suckers. bring back the Debo experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think I'm kind of in the same spot where I want to see what happens with Purdy. Um, you know, it's – it's uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, he's he's got the weapons around him. Can oh, he yeah. can he I guess make a name for himself, you know? Um and, all and he do has something to with do. It? All he has to do is be a semi-competent NFL quarterback. He has like, to protect the ball. If he can be Andy Dalton then his weapons are so much better and that like offense, the way that it's been going so far through the season is so much better that it'll look pretty dang good. I think Andy Dalton could still screw up the Niners, but that's just me. What about Zach Wilson? No. What if he plays like Zach no, Wilson? If he plays like Zach Wilson, they're toast. All hope is lost. We all get a... <laughs> We get to laugh at Johnson like he's got to laugh at our teams all season. It seems more likely to me he'll play like Zach Wilson than seasoned veteran Andy Dalton, who's been in the league for 13 hey, years or whatever. He played great in the last game. I'm pretty confident he'll be okay. You're pretty confident? <laughs> pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. Johnson right. doesn't like my I puns. I Yeah. I was like, when we were talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, I was like, I was like, there's a pretty good chance that Garoppolo could play this season still. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't uh, like those. But, um, all right, let's go over to the running back position. Uh, some of the harder schedules that you have, obviously you're not bringing this guy out of your roster, but Austin Eckler has a pretty tough remaining schedule with Tennessee, the Colts, and the Rams. Now, I understand he's not a typical running back um he doesn't depend on rushing yards so you're not going to you know obviously ever take him out of your lineup but you know these could be some of his like lower weeks and you just have to kind of just be prepared that that could happen i mean his pass catching has been down a little bit since keenan allen has returned um and i don't know if that's going to continue the rest of the season but you know, these are tough matchups. Tennessee's a pretty good defense, and they're pretty good against the running back position, both pass catching and, you know, traditional running backs. So um, 
just something to kind of keep an eye on. And then another pretty tough one is Dallas. Uh, You know, week 15, yes, they get Jacksonville, but then they have Philly and Tennessee. And a lot of people are leaning both on Tony Pollard and Zeke. Um, And that Philly matchup, that doesn't excite I mean, we just saw what they did to Derrick Henry. It's going to be tough getting to the championship playing Zeke or Pollard in that week six, 16 matchup. That's really yeah. tough. Uh, it's tough. The other side too, though, if you're, if you've been leaning on Miles Sanders as your RB two, you're not going to want to play him against Dallas that week. So in week 16, exactly. Yeah. Right. You're, you know, week 16 is a brutal one for quite a few running backs. I mean, Jacksonville, um, they get, uh, Dallas in week 15. They get the jets in week 16 Yes, they get Houston in week 17. So, you know, you, you make He's it to the, make it the championship with, uh-huh. it, with ETN. You're going to be really excited. The promised land is on the other side. Man. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you've got the, then you've got the opposite side here where you've got New England uh, or Vegas. You know, Josh Jacobs has, I think, one of, if not the hardest remaining schedule in the fantasy playoffs. This is brutal. New England, Pittsburgh, San Francisco. Yeah, uh, that is brutal. Um, I mean, it's hard to take Josh Jacobs out of your lineup. Like, it, who would you bench him for? Are you okay there, Josh? Oh, uh, yeah. I was just, <laughs> I can't breathe very well right now. It's, it's a, He's still like, a little, little stuffed still a little up sick. there. And yeah. the, I think it was a was yawn, yawning. But yeah, yeah it, it snorted. Did. It sucked the air right out of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, is there anybody that you would consider starting um, over Josh Jacobs? Well, let's look at who's got an easy schedule. I mean, we're, we've got, uh, you know, the Giants, the Titans, and the, the Niners, the Packers. Like, none of those are really, like, streaming running back maybe options. Maybe A.J. Dillon. And so, uh, yeah, maybe A.J. Dillon, like, I think – he was I'm still not starting one of our leagues, Josh but Jacobs. he you'd need Aaron Jones to be missing the game for you to want to start. Uh, so you have AJ Dillon like Singletary, like he gets Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati. You know those okay. are terrible. Um, he could still just disappear in any of those. Well, let's see. Like I've got Josh Jacobs in our dynasty league where like I have other good running backs who will also be starting. But we uh, like, you know, this last week I started four running backs in this league. So over Josh Jacobs, would I start Raheem Mostert, who's on my bench right now? No, no. Um, Let's see. I mean. Six, week 15 Buffalo, week 16 Green Bay, week 17 at New England, like probably not. Would I start? You've got, what about like uh, like Tampa Bay? Like Tampa Bay, you you either have Fournette or you have Rashad White. Okay, they get uh, Cincinnati, Arizona, Carolina. I mean, if, start Forn- either if Fournette's one of them? good to go, like and that's an option for you, then then that's awesome. But Fournette was drafted really high and has been valuable all year. So uh, if if he's not playing and you've got Rashad White as an option that you've maybe picked up off waivers and you can play him over Josh Jacobs in those weeks, then I think so. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you have Fournette and Jacobs, they're probably the two running backs you've been leaning on all year or 
you know, or you traded to acquire one of them and you've been playing those two together all year. So, yeah. um, yeah, for, for like a bench guy, I would sub in, like, I think Rashad White's probably a good sub there, but I don't know if he is, if Fournette's playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know the matchups are bad, but it, there's also, I don't know. There, there's something hey, here's a, here's a, like, here's why, a really why am I even one. debating benching Josh Jacobs right now? Well, how about Cam Akers? Has the Packers, then the Broncos, That's what I was just gonna say. and then the Chargers. Uh, which the Chargers is a nice matchup in Week 17. Let's I might see what Cam play. Akers does against the Raiders. Okay, yeah. If, but if then, Cam Akers continues a little bit, like, or even even uh, like Damian Pierce. Okay, Damian Pierce gets Tennessee and Jacksonville, and he was drafted later for some people. You know, yeah. uh, some leagues, sixth, seventh round. They're gonna get you stomped know, in both of those games. Damian Pierce is gonna score like six points. Yeah, yeah, That's but so for tough. the most part, I don't think benching Josh Jacobs is gonna be an option. And if he really, really struggles in these games, which you know we haven't seen that much out of him this year but if if that did happen you know it is what it is you're probably gonna lose but or you're gonna need upside somewhere else on your on your squad but man how do you bench how do you bench josh jacobs i don't know so if if josh jacobs is a flex option for you say okay and he's going up san francisco you know obviously he's going up against san francisco they're great at shutting down the running back position would you look toward a Garrett Wilson against Seattle or, you know, depending, I mean, maybe a Brandon, or you could Christian against Kirk Vegas. against Jack or against Houston. Yeah. Or Christian Kirk against Houston, or even as crazy as it sounds, Gabe Davis against Cincinnati. Um, you know, uh, if, if uh, Deshaun Watson starts to turn it around a little bit and then you've got uh, Amari Cooper against Pittsburgh. You know, I would you look team. into I some of those? A team where I have Josh Jacobs and Amari Cooper, and I could on any given week play either one of them. Yeah. So is that something you would possibly look at? I mean, if we see some improvement with Cooper this week with Deshaun Watson, yeah, but we need to see something out of that duo before I'm well, you know, you know my you guys know my reservations about Amari Cooper. So he's not on any yeah. of my teams, and that's not a decision I'm making. What about you, Josh? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think the ceiling is higher for Josh Jacobs, no matter what. Um, I'm worried about these matchups, but I, it feels unpredictable with the Raiders this year. They could they could just bowl over some of these teams, you know. Well, so how about <laughs> this? Like I said, I have other running backs that I can start. So Jacobs would be he could potentially be one of my flexes. Well, would you start Josh Jacobs or would you start George Pickens, whose matchups are Carolina, Vegas, Baltimore? Like really good matchups for a wide receiver. Still would start Josh Jacobs. I think. Right. So, yeah, it's just you're going to have to just kind of hope you're going to have to hope he still busts out some runs. I mean, he did it against Denver and and he scored a ton of touchdowns, too. So. It's hard to take him out of your lineup. Like it I is almost man. impossible. I mean, I Let's didn't take Derrick Henry the... out of my lineup against Philly, and I, you know, I regretted it. He scored four yeah. points. So let's talk about some of the easier mat- matchups that we do have. 
Um, you know, the Giants get Washington, Minnesota, and the Colts. The Colts is kind of a tough matchup, um, but I do like the Washington and Minnesota one. The Washington matchup has gotten harder recently, so that is something to possibly keep an eye on. Obviously, you're never taking Saquon out of your lineup. Kind of similar to Derrick Henry. You know, weeks 15 and 16 are beautiful. Uh, Chargers in Houston, but then week 17, he gets Dallas. Ugh. Championship week against Dallas. Ugh. Ouch. Uh, after what just happened life. against the Eagles, I would shut it down. Like, I would try to find somebody else to play. Who are you going to start over Derrick Henry? Well, who are you going to start over Josh Jacobs? We just had this same conversation, but mm. but I feel like it's almost like there's a lower floor for Henry because that's the only thing their offense does is well yeah. is run the ball. And so. he doesn't catch as many passes as Jacobs has been catching the last few games. Like Jacobs' receiving floor has been pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco has a beautiful all-around schedule. Seattle, Washington, Las Vegas, uh, Camara's gonna feast, or uh, Christian McCaffrey. CMC is gonna feast. Yes, he is. Are um, CMC owners about to win some championships again? Yeah, probably. Please say that again. <laughs> some it depends are. on your league. In some but... leagues. Some, yeah. some, some are in some leagues. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope some are um, in our leagues. <laughs> there's one league you can win it in, but not the other one. I don't. I don't want that to happen, anyways. Um, Green Bay has some really nice matchups, Rams, Miami, and Minnesota, and then New Orleans. If they actually use Alvin Kamara correctly, they get Atlanta, Cleveland, and Philly. The Philly one worries me, but he's a pass catching back. He should still be able to do stuff against them. And it's just drives me nuts. I don't think Um, I'd play him against Philly either. I actually um i was talking to to zach about this that i'm not even starting him in week 15 against atlanta because until they can show me that they're going to use him i well the good thing is i have a vibe so i'm not really worried about it but yeah i'm like more um, excited to play olave against atlanta and cleveland than i'm again to play camara yeah yeah it's again really really hard to to bench somebody like alvin camara but at this point, you may like he's had a lot of down weeks. It's not like benching Josh Jacobs, who's been killing it for your team and absolutely winning you weeks and helping you get into the playoffs. We're talking about, you know, Kamara has struggled this year. He's, you know, he's had some down weeks and maybe you're not even making the playoffs because of him. Or maybe you found, you know, maybe you've been playing some, uh, you know, like some Ajay P. Ryan over him this last week or something like that. Like, uh, to to get yourself there, and if that's the case, and you can find another option, then at least in week seventeen, I would against Philly. Yeah. That's that's too brutal. Um, as crazy as it sounds, right now, th- I actually was going to start Latavius Murray against Kansas City over Camara against Philly. Yeah, <laughs> like that's uh, just because like I I mean with a lot of the injuries now that I've kind of suffered. Um, I don't have much of a choice, honestly there, but, um, or, you know, or. I mean, the deeper your league, the less you're going to be able to actually find somebody like, yeah, you may have really deep benches, but those really deep benches might be full of a lot of really unstartable players in some situations, like in my, you know, best coast. Quit looking at my roster dog. (laughs) Mine too, man. We're, that we're both struggling in that league, but yeah. um, all right, let's hop over to the 
the tight end spot. Yeah, you and guys we're are fighting, fighting for the point last playoff apart. spot. <laughs> Where is point, it, it's point hilarious. One zero points. I have a a pristine, beautiful roster in our league of record, and I didn't make the playoffs. It is nice, and it just didn't work. It out. just didn't work out. But yeah. I right, can make the playoffs the in this league where spot. I'm like piecing it together, patchworking it in. Yep. God. So as far as the hardest tight end schedules, Cleveland has one of the hardest tight end schedules. Baltimore, New Orleans, Washington. Uh, Philly has a really tough one as well. Uh, Chicago's nice, but then Dallas, New Orleans. And the Rams, which we've talked about the Rams. You're probably not starting Higby anyways, but he's got Green Bay, Denver, and the Chargers. But as far as easy playoff schedules, um, Minnesota, you know, your TJ Hawkinson's basically going to start for you anyways, but the Giants, uh, Green Bay, Chicago, Kittle has a really nice one, depending on what happens with Brady. Uh, Washington, uh, Las Vegas, and Arizona. That's a beautiful schedule. These are probably players that are on your waivers, um, or maybe not because they've been playing pretty good recently, but um Hayden Hurst is someone to look at he's got Las Vegas Baltimore and Cleveland or uh sorry New England Buffalo and Baltimore and then Pat Fryermuth has Vegas Baltimore and Cleveland and then Noah Fant has a really nice one and he's been getting some yardage recently uh seen the end zone uh Kansas City the Jets and the Rams um you know the Jets defense is really good at shutting down wide receivers but they're actually a pretty good matchup against the tight end position so yeah uh I no think the tight end becomes kind of a, that. you know, a position where the QB can, you know, uh, find a little bit of comfort because the sauce all over the wide receivers is not fun for them. So, yeah, even Greg Dulcich, too. He's got uh, Arizona, the Rams and Kansas City. Yeah, so, that's nice. Yeah, love it. That's a nice one, too. So um, if you know, Sutton's going to miss time, then then I think Dulcich could be a really nice play for those weeks. Agreed. Yeah. And, um, you know, even uh, the the Giants, they have uh, Washington, Minnesota and the Colts. And you know, we've got our boy Bellinger out Ooh. there, um, you know, had to had to give Daniel us a little Bellinger. Little, little Daniel Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Danny um, Bells. You know, but he could he could. It's very good chance that he is still on your waivers, and he had five targets last week, and he could start seeing even more involvement in this this offense. And you know, I I kind of like Bellinger rest of season. Um, yeah. You know that those aren't those aren't bad matchups at all. Washington, Minnesota, and Indianapolis, and Indianapolis is terrible against the tight end position, and that's championship week. So you know that's someone to definitely look at. Um, but uh, yeah, any other like tight ends you guys want to talk about that might be on on waivers for people that you can think of? Like Tunyon, he's got a pretty tough one. Rams, Miami, Minnesota. Um, Gerald Everett has a pretty nice one actually. Uh, Tennessee, Indianapolis, and the Rams. So that's not terrible at all. Uh, I really nice. don't like um, Evan Ingram. He's got Dallas, the Jets, and Houston. So. I would kind of look elsewhere if you're rolling out Evan Ingram right now into the playoffs. Maybe look into a, a Bellinger. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm with you. But let's get let's jump into the defenses. Um, these are defenses that could be widely available in your leagues, rather than like our obvious defenses that you're starting: Philly, you know, New England, Buffalo, Dallas. those defenses. 
but you know, week 14, you got some pretty good matchups. You got Baltimore against Pittsburgh, um, Seattle against Carolina and Jacksonville against the Titans. Um, Titans can turn the ball over. Like they are very dependent on Henry. So, you know, that's not a terrible matchup. Could be a low scoring game. Um, so that one's not bad. Jacksonville week plays 15. divisional opponents tough too. Yes. Yes. <gasps> uh, week 15, you've got Minnesota against the Colts. I really like that one. Um, Kansas City against Houston. I love oh. that one. Uh, <laughs> I think Kansas City is going to be a defense that's played um, in quite a few uh, rosters in the playoffs because they do also in week 17, they get Denver, um, Denver. which is another good matchup for them. So, and then you have Arizona against Denver, you know, it's as crazy as it sounds. I mean, pretty much starting anybody against Denver right now is not a bad thing. They're a low scoring team and, um, you know, it works. Yeah. Uh, 16, uh, you have Denver against the Rams. We could see Baker in that game, uh, which would be really funny. Uh, I think you could do Baker. (laughs) Baltimore gets Atlanta. Uh, the Saints against Cleveland, depending on what we see with Deshaun Watson. Now, if we see him start to turn around and you know slinging the ball like he used to do and rushing, pay attention to that. But right now, it looks like a great matchup. Uh, Chargers against the Colts. My favorite Week 16 matchup, though, is the Titans against Houston. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Cincinnati against New England. Cincinnati's defense has been playing really good. Uh, New England's very dependent on the run game. It could be another low-scoring game for them, So, uh, and interceptions can happen. Week 17, you have Jacksonville against Houston. Anybody you can start against Houston is a great matchup. It's yep. just fantastic. Chiefs against Denver. Giants against Indianapolis. Uh, Miami Although, against New England. Doesn't yeah, Houston always beat the Titans? Yeah. I don't know. Right now, it feels like Houston's more likely to tie another game than win one. (laughs) (laughs) They aren't projected to win another game this season. They are not. So, and I guarantee the Titans are like six and a half point favorites in that game. Yeah. So, um, that's sketchy. Do far worse. Yeah. Like these divisional opponent games, like you got to worry about a little bit. I don't worry about anybody playing Houston. I love it ring them up i mean look what look what look what cleveland did just last week 30 plus defensive points and cleveland hasn't done that all year really at all and they just put it to them so they are houston always plays the titans tough yeah i but think they, i'd rather play denver versus the rams <laughs> oh yeah i probably yeah, would give me too, that for sure, for sure. Yeah. uh even the chargers versus the colts um, multiple yeah, sacks bad. are going to happen in that game. Probably a couple of interceptions because Matt Ryan just likes to throw those. So he forgets what team he plays for quite often. Yeah. Um, I think, I think you could do worse than Cincinnati versus new England too. Like if there's just not, if people have planned far enough in the head and have a lot of these teams rostered, um, I think you could do worse than Cincinnati versus new England. And then week 17, Cincinnati's Jags a good, versus good run D really good yeah, run D exactly. And that's really all they have. Um, Mm -hmm. That's all New England really has. So Uh, week 17, Jags versus Houston, Chiefs versus Denver, um, Giants versus the Colts. Uh, The Miami versus New England one is interesting to me. Uh, I don't know that I trust Miami's defense, but they 
They've been playing a little bit better as of late, obviously not against San Francisco, but mm. um, you know, we could, we could see a, another low scoring game in that one, as far as like new England side goes, because they may be forced to throw the ball more uh, chargers against the Rams. Pretty much like we said, anybody against the Rams is a good start right now. Uh, even if they do get Baker Mayfield uh, up and running there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> poor poor Rams. Forced to that. And then uh, what do you think about the Detroit Lions against Chicago? I wouldn't. Nope. I wouldn't play the Lions, D. I wouldn't play the Lions, D. Okay. No, I'm, I wouldn't play Chicago's D either. And yeah, we're good. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about. No, we'll do our game previews on uh, our Friday show, so you can look forward to that. We'll uh, we'll still get you prepped for this week. Uh, it's your last week heading into the playoffs, but we did want to get you guys some uh, some playoff preview stuff so that you can try and play, at, you know, prepare ahead. So, Especially okay. looking into defenses. That's a big one. You don't want to, if your fab's running low, um, or you're out of fab, you want to plan ahead. You want to try and get those defenses on your roster ahead of time so that you don't have to worry about trying to compete with somebody that does have fab to grab a defense. Um, if you have players that you can drop and, and add those defenses now that, you know, bye weeks aren't over for everybody. Um, but, you know, if you can, if you have the roster spots, defenses now are the time to start stacking up um, as many as you can. Yeah, so. or in a one QB league, grab that second quarterback in case yours gets hurt, or in case uh, you know, or grab if uh, if you're handcuffed to your star running backs on the waiver wire, if Alexander Madison's out there, and your cook owner, or um, you know, anything like that. Like, go do those things now. Try and solidify your team heading into the playoffs. Um, you know. You you probably know by now if you're making it or if you even have a chance at making it. Uh, you know it might be coming down to this week, but uh, and so you may still be just playing totally for this week. But you need to try and look ahead if you can, uh, as as early as you can, and get a jump on other people in your league. Definitely. All right. Well, you guys can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 48. We appreciate all of you guys again so much. Uh, When we started this, we just said, all right, let's get to episode 20. And here we are closing in on episode 50. Um, Just crazy to think. And, you know, we'll continue this through the whole offseason dynasty. We'll ramp up the dynasty talk uh, toward the end of the season. We'll look at, you know, future players and dynasty trades and things like that. So, you know, keep listening, pay attention. We didn't include week 18, but if you do play your championship in week 18, stop it. Don't do that next year. Um, And uh, we will still give you information on week 18 so that you can be prepared for your championship. But, you know, in this offseason, change that. Yeah, because a lot of people rest players week 18, things like that. You don't want to run into that into your leagues. Nope. So, um, we will dive a little bit more into that stuff. We'll, in the offseason, we'll have like our way too early mock drafts and, you know, things like that. So, oh, just, uh, yeah. You know, stick with us and we're excited for the whole offseason, but um, we'll uh, not see as you excited all. as for playoffs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. We will see you all on Friday. <laughs>